If you like Taste Test and you want to keep the music digestion sessions going every week and get some exclusive bonus content, stick around afterwards for details. But first, let's start the show. Have a taste. You are now in the zone. Zone, zone, the zone with Taste Test Live. Hey, what's jazzing? What's jazzing? It's hey. time for Taste Test Live. Woo-woo. Welcome back to Taste Test Live. And we are here for some exclusive interviews, music, news, and laughs. Joining me in the studio, Studio One to be exact, are my Taste Test Live co-hosts, my really good friends, MJ Baker and Blue Francois. Welcome. Mm. Hello. Hey. Hey. How have you guys been? Good, good. I've been doing really well. Mm-hmm. Enjoying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. Blue, you were missing. In action. I, I wanted to meet her so bad. You missed Janira Cardona, <laughs> mi amiga. I wanted to be here. My Puerto Rican friend. She was yeah. a ray of sunshine. She was. <laughs> we had a full. Did you hear the end of the podcast? Uh, I, wait, no, I heard. Yeah, I heard it when y'all when y'all put it out. Yeah. Okay. What'd but, you think? Uh, I wish I was here because I wanted to meet her for business purposes. Because you know she's a PR. We we can make an a spe- special yeah. arrangement. You know she's quite touchable. She's good. Yeah. She gave some pointers. Yeah, yeah. I want to work. She, I feel like she gave the whole well-rounded perspective of a Latin. She represents, like I said, she represents Latin, the Latin community. And then she just, if I was Puerto Rican, I would be proud. Yeah. From her, you know, I thought, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. So it was nice, nice to have her on. Um, so anyway, um, can you take a few minutes, MJ, and tell our listeners what they can expect to happen on this podcast? On Taste Test Live, our monthly podcast will now feature exclusive artist interviews and exclusive new music releases you probably won't hear anywhere else. And if you're interested or know someone who might want to promote an upcoming single, new album, concert, or just drop by to share their newest project, get in touch with us. Yes, head over to our website at tastetest.live and complete our form to be a guest on the show. If you like what you've heard, please follow us on social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Taste Test Radio. Yeah. And I'm so excited. Guess what's happening? Drum roll. It has been so long, you guys. We are so excited to be back with our favorite segment. Yes. What is it, Blue? It's seven o'clock on the dot. I'm about to put this in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, check it out. Before we dive into this week's segment, I would like to take an opportunity to introduce this week's guest. Yes, yes, yes. My really good friend, Tony, please, for the benefit of my mispronunciation of your name, can you say your name once and for all for everyone who's listening? Tony Smilich. Excellent. Not Similac. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> so, since 2009, photographer Tony Smiley-Geach has been capturing moments with the fashion industry in New York, Paris, Los Angeles, and the Miami markets. In 2016, a move back to Jacksonville prompted a shift in focus, and his platform, Create Jax, and that's C-R-E-8 Jax, was formed, dedicated to highlighting the cultural events, development, and the creators through a photojournalistic approach. He focuses on street styles, nightlife, and activism, and the people that shape the urban core that have developed into it. Welcome to Taste Test Live, my friend. Thank you. Glad you're here. 
Same. Yeah. Same. So you're um we're gonna spend some time getting to know you in a little bit, but yeah. Blue. Yes. I, I want you to be a part of the conversation. So by all means, Tony, please jump in when you feel necessary. If you're like, okay, I, I can't speak, I can't hold my tongue anymore. This is a hot button for me. <laughs> um, so for those of you guys who don't know what Put This In Your Mouth segment is, it's a segment where we update you on what's happening in the music industry, in the entertainment industry, fashion, yeah. um, pop culture, right? Yeah, pop culture. And um, my good friend Blue here has come prepared with quite yeah. a significant list of happenings. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I only did four things today because two of the things that I, I want to def definitely get y'all opinion and talk more about it. Uh, but anyway, um, so I'm gonna run through the first three, the first two, real quick. Uh, rest in peace to Louis Rankin. R Louis Rankin, he was an iconic actor that was in Belly. He yeah. was the one who, who uh, said, uh, "What was it? The, the Dun I'm the Dun Dada on that part with DMX. It was like a, it was like a reenactment of uh, that movie. Uh, what that Al Pacino was in? What's the name of that movie?" can't think of it but anyway um so uh, rest in peace he uh, passed away he was a uh, prolific artist and he also was the um artist behind the song typewriter uh he died at 66 so okay well while we're on the subject of deaths yes. just yesterday um the infamous yes. international diva opera singer yeah miss oh. jesse norman also passed away how old was she 74 oh, i believe wow. um and um Goodness. yeah i felt the ripple because she was twinding, twinding, she was twinding on Twitter. She, she was trending oh, on Twitter. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So may she rest in peace. May uh, Louis Rankin also rest in peace. Um, good news for women. Lizzo has reached number one on the Billboard charts for the song "Truth Hurts." Wow. She's been taking that song. Um, you know her her whole movement. Uh, even Beyonce. You know, been taking likings to her, like the whole world's been really supporting her. So she's um, been number one on the charts for a while now. So, um, so shouts out to Lizzo. Yeah, um, Tony, are you a fan of Lizzo? Do you I listen? Am. You? I love Lizzo. You do? Why? I do. It's her music. The entire album was dope. Okay. Yeah. And her visuals and yeah. her performing oh, yeah. live. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. She yeah. she definitely she's an entertainer. She really is. Yeah. yeah. She is, and I mean, I just love seeing her. And her daring outfits and different things like that, you know, things that I secretly want to wear, like leotards and. You have you know. the permission now. Yeah, I do. Ahead, mm -hmm. I just, I'm like, oh, okay, there you go. She, she loves her lovely lady lumps. I know, right? Check it out. <laughs> yeah, so such out to Lizzo. She's an uh, awesome artist. Um, anyway, according to Daily Beast, which was published four hours ago. Uh, Jesus, uh, which is Kanye West, held a infamous Sunday service um, performance at the Greater Allen AME Cathedral in Queens, New York, uh, where a number of regular churchgoers walked out in mid-performance. <laughs> All right. Um, I have questions. Uh, the first question, why did they walk out? Mm -hmm. Like, what, 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 what? Because they're haters. No, I mean, do you know that to be true? Like, was it something that Kanye, or excuse me, Jesus, was it something that he did specifically? Yeah, did he do anything? I mean, do you no, have more context? You, know, well, you, gotta, you can't well, just leave us there. No, I'm not. I, <laughs> no, I'm going uh, to pull the, uh, <laughs> well, let me, tell you, let me tell you this. Okay. He's working on an album. Uh, he's working on a Jesus album. Which was supposed to be released last Sunday. Yeah, that was supposed right. to be released last Sunday. Mm -hmm. So um, some of the, on the reports, 
people felt like he was his performance was blasphemy to Christians, like it was disrespecting Christians and their belief, because uh, you know he merges popular songs and you know he changed the words around, make them Christian. So people felt like he was making a mockery with his performance. So they so it's a little too secular. But Kirk Franklin does the same thing. Uh, I mean, no, it's different. It's different because he was a secular artist that that went over to gospel, or is it different because he never did gospel and now he's being expressive and he hasn't? Oh, oh, I got one better. Go ahead. Because he's a baby Christian. That's what they say, right? Is that it? No. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, look, I, I, look I don't at, know. Look, okay, look at it like this. Look what's a baby? Like, what's look, a baby Christian anyway? Somebody who's a babe in the Christ. <laughs> In the Christ, in the Christ. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look at it like this. Okay. I've I've read reports. I read people posting. Kanye West is the type of person who will reach someone who's who's not familiar right. with church. Yeah. He will bring someone who's a stranger who don't believe in God because you know at once they were saying that Kanye West didn't believe it. They were saying that he didn't believe in God because right. he was going through so much. Mm-hmm. So Kanye West is someone who will reach, you know, people who, you know don't don't know nothing about church so if you go to a tradition ame is american methodist like they're like a organization yeah and they have like a certain way that they do things like they have methodology right Mm -hmm. and they they have certain songs that they sing they have way that they you know even the way that they do communion the way that they sit where women sit where women dress you know it's like it's a whole you know it's it's religious so it was it was sacrilegious in a sense, because he the, he did something that was out of the traditional right. AME experience. But right. how did okay. he? But but here's my thing: it's like, how did he even get the ability to perform unless the leadership allowed him to do it? Right? Yeah, like they. I, 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 I agree. I think that it was more to me, I, and uh, uh, to me, I'm gonna be honest. I think it was more of a uh, like a publicity um, stunt. Yeah, like a publicity stunt. Uh, for the church, like maybe somebody who's doing PR, because I mean, because right. this church is in the is in New York, like it's a it's a it's a reputable, notable church. Mm-hmm. Like right. it's like it, this church would be similar to like a a, a Bethel would be in the community. Like, okay, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and they, so for those of you who are listening abroad, Bethel Institutional uh, Baptist Church, yeah. is one of the largest African American churches in Jacksonville. Yeah, that's been around oldest, a long yeah. time, and this church is a pillar. In, in in Queens, New York. Yeah. So by him coming in there, um, doing you know, you know, like doing church his way and doing the kind of gospel music, like they like, nah, this ain't, this not what I, I didn't sign up for this. So he didn't audition. He didn't have. I mean, he's Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> he's Kanye. <laughs> they didn't know what well, they were getting into. They did. They just didn't know. Well, yeah. how can you not know what you're getting yourself into when he? publicizes his Sunday services you know what you're getting Mm -hmm. into he does not make anything a secret I just think that um you know just like Tony said very quietly it's a it's (laughs) a it was a PR I think I think the leadership invited him you know they they made whatever arrangement maybe Kanye reached out to them because it's like you said, it's a pillar in the community, yeah. and he wanted to whatever. They said, cool, thinking Kanye West, bring okay. more young people. All right. Well, I'm sorry that everybody walked out on you, Kanye. 
<laughs> that's not everybody. There's no way everybody. Yeah, well, out there. well it well, says a number of regular churchgoers. That, so I think that's the key word on the regular churchgoers. <laughs> yeah, so. it's, it says many churchgoers recognize the pulpit as a sacred place where few can set foot during service. So oh they feel gosh. like he he wasn't qualified to be in the pulpit. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. I don't, okay. Right, let's move on. Yeah, I agree. I was I'm trying to do that earlier. I'm gonna offend some people. I'm gonna. F- yeah. Nah. We can we can do that, but no, not really. I don't want to offend anybody. No, no, no. What I'm saying yeah. is, yeah, it'll. Yeah. It, right. it could cause somebody to take offense Correct. to our our commentary. Yeah. Okay. Um, so for the out of the abundance of caution, I'm, this is gonna be the last time. So this is season two. Right? Season two. Okay, this is the last time we what? The last time that we mentioned him. Oh, okay. You know. Um, there's so much other <laughs> things we that we have... could talk about. Okay. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid and I'm not dishing our hateration. Do I'm you really dislike not. Kanye? Because he's a very, he's a very no, phenomenal, it... phenomenal artist. That's opinion. Um, it is. <laughs> it's opinion. <laughs> if you guys Tony, can see Tony, do Blue's you like face. Kanye West? He's talented. He's talented, but that, that isn't an opinion. Right, I understand. I understand why other people are offended by Kanye West's yeah. no, everything that offended. he's done over the past couple of years. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm like, I'm I not, I'm not, I'm not buying his gospel album, but I still respect. I don't, I don't want to drink his sweet tea, his Kool Aid. Um, I'm not drinking the holy, holy water. I <laughs> won't be going to any of the the Sunday services. I'm not going to get baptized at his service. You don't think that's genius though? Like respect him that he's a genius. I want to bring. I want to talk about Kanye. What's West the definition on the show? of a genius? Too? Huh? What's the definition of a genius? He took a revolutionary black custom of worship and 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 remixed it like he's like the he R. Kelly of music who, who Ooh, somebody didn't mind. somebody else do that already <laughs> sorry <laughs> just put R. Kelly sorry. yeah <laughs> I mean like uh, sorry how many other people did that what you just said repeat what you just said and and think about five people that did that exact same thing I feel like he revolutionized gospel music in his and who has all, all he did was add the Clark sisters on Tony <laughs> that's it <laughs> No, but here's what I'm saying. I, Kanye, um, he always hates on Kanye. No, no, <laughs> no, no. You don't. No, I'm gonna say I don't hate on Kanye. Okay, I didn't say you. Okay, go ahead. It's there's no hate. Again, I'm like there's not hateration. Support the black brother. He's trying to do something good for our people. Uh, and you know, here. Okay, and that's so what. Is, that's one thing. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, MJ. Um, <laughs> anytime somebody tell me to support a black brother like that, <laughs> I yeah, mean, yeah, right. But it's Kanye. And he's exempt from. Never, never mind. What okay. is genius to you? Define no, genius. I don't. I don't have. It's. I don't have a definition for it. I. I don't because it's quite broad. It is. I, I would like to say I'm a genius, but then I would be say, well, you shouldn't say call yourself a genius. He's I make genius moves. I make genius moves, but that doesn't pre-qualify me to be a genius. He's extra spe- spectacular. Extra spectacular. <laughs> as, as I am extra spectacular, you I, are extra extra spectacular. Yeah. But that doesn't make you a genius. Did you just call him not a genius? Right. <laughs> I'm a genius in my own right in the way of what? <laughs> like I can I my my spirit resonates wow, with Kanye. Not just way. <laughs> so so there's some symp- sympathetic vibration here. Sympathetic vibration is when y'all vibrating at the same frequency. Right. <laughs> right? Like a tuning fork. And, and you like <laughs> Okay. <laughs> You vibrating with Kanye. That's that's right. beautiful. Right. I feel like we should be able to talk about Kanye one more time. That's all I'm that's all I want to I'm just all. on a different channel. 
Listen, I'm just gonna say this one thing since this we're you know yeah, eulogizing yeah. this this conversation mm-hmm. with about Kanye. You know what I'm gonna say I'm is sorry. I, I love the fact that you said you're eulogizing. <laughs> I just love I love you that. Oh, once and for all, no about, yeah. no once and for all we're gonna put the topic of Jesus <laughs> to rest. To rest. <laughs> okay. So here, okay. I think I don't think that he is capitalizing in the sense of he is consciously saying I'm going to make some money off of this or I'm going to garner exposure from this. I really feel like in the purity of his heart, he really goes off of his whatever energy he's feeling at at, at the time. And I really feel like he feel he felt led to do the whole Sunday service thing. And it has grown because it's allowed pe- young people or people who have said, I don't want to go in a church atmosphere. And it's allowed them to kind of see God in a different way. So, you know, I think this is a good thing that he's doing. You know, well, I don't good. discount let me him. Tell, let me just say this. I'm, for, and for I the will record, buy the album. For the record. I will not buy the album. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I wish you guys should see how his, how he shook his head when no. he said. Uh, in, in addition, for the Baron's record, I too yeah. feel that he's doing something good. So if I, because you know, I grew up in church, right. as most people yeah. most people don't know this, but I grew up very religious with a uh, initially a Catholic background, and a lot of the Catholicism that happened in the house, a lot, you know. A lot of the older ones decided they want to go to Baptist church. My grandmother at the time when she was alive, she thought, the nerve, you know, how dare you leave Catholicism and you go to this Baptist church? They would get a little too charismatic. And then they went from being Baptist to holiness and then went from holiness to Pentecostal. You know, it's just like more and more Mm -hmm. charismatic, more, you know. So I've I've experienced the wide variety and I've learned to not pass judgment in the fundamental beliefs of my Christian foundations right i'm not passing judgment however i will say that it is beautiful that kanye is bringing souls to the kingdom if that's what he's doing (laughs) (laughs) oh (laughs) moving on all right next subject (laughs) and that's our show (laughs) (laughs) for put this in your mouth That's I <laughs> And that's all, folks. <laughs> oh. Oh, good Lord. I don't even know what to say anymore after that. That like, was deep, right? It just took so much of my energy, man. Oh, my goodness. Okay. It was a great Tony, talking can, to y'all. Right. I mean, like, we have it. He's already done. He didn't even want to be interviewed know, at this right, point. We're yeah, done. Yeah, like, we done. <laughs> wow. Okay. Do you have any feedback? On what? On what just happened? No, I'm just observing. I'm taking it in. Okay. So listen, <laughs> we're gonna take a short break mm-hmm. real quick while I gather my thoughts. Let's let's take a, a, a hot break real quick. I gotta get one plug in and um, we'll be right back. Welcome back to Taste Test Live. I'm Damian Lamar. 
the host, and here in Studio One with my co-host, MJ Baker Yay. and Blue Francois. Peace. And we're back with this week's guest, Mr. Tony Smilichik. <laughs> <laughs> Again? <laughs> Smilagich. 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 Thank you. <clears throat> I said it right. Yes. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. I, I think it, you know, because I don't like what people like. I go to Starbucks quite often. Like, that's probably where all of my money goes. And that's oh. really not good. I should be like buying shares, you know, versus oh, yeah. like buying coffee. But I go there a lot and I intentionally hand my, my card to them so they can see the spelling of my name. And they still write the name wrong. Oh my God. How do they spell it with the no? Damien. <laughs> D A M O N. Or Damon. I'm like, they like, spelled my name wrong. Didn't I give you my card? What? How did they spell it? With a Y. Oh. My first name's with an I. Yeah. Do so you, they're not. Americans aren't used them? to you, a, a, a male Tony unless mm-hmm. it's Tony, Tony, Tony mm-hmm. from you know back in the nineties, right? Right. So let's elaborate on that. Is that your your given name? Your it family is. name? It is. It is. We just don't have Ys in the Bosnian alphabet. So. Boom. There you have that it. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So why no? <laughs> why why is there no why? Oh, <laughs> it's just the, that's just you the, the wrong person. Like, yeah, Wikipedia right in front of you. Like, <laughs> you're like I flunked history class. Oh, no. <laughs> this is good. So so Tony, um, we we of course have a, a loose connection. I I saw you and I met you years ago through Instagram. When Instagram, I think before Instagram was like really popping, mm-hmm. when it was sort of just picking up. And I was an avid fan of your photography. And that was one of the reasons why I followed you. I think um, you have an eye that I haven't seen in a lot of other photographers. What made you get started with photography? What's the thing that was the the caption for you? Like, why did you do it? Oh, I don't know how to answer that. That's it. I always had a camera. You always had a camera. Okay. So, so you were a photographer, but you just didn't, you didn't call yourself a photographer. You just took pictures. I mean, I just like visual anything, movies, whatever it was. I was always around visual mm-hmm. components of things. And with, I don't know, with photography, it kind of gave me access to a lot of places. Uh, I got to be the fly on the wall. I didn't have to be center of attention. I, there are a lot of, there's a lot of things that I'm figuring out later on yeah. or now why I stuck with it or why I continue doing it. And it's basically that. Even now, like covering events, I'm like, I would never go to these events and just be calm or normal if I didn't have a camera. So even when I'm not shooting an event, sometimes I'll just bring the camera to have as backup to get away from awkward conversations. Nice. Really? Uh, that's quite intentional. <laughs> um, now now yeah. I get, okay, now I get how you are with us. Okay. Yeah. That explains. Well, that's who he is when you think about it. And it's I, I see it's like a vice, um, but I see how you use that tool yeah. for your I'm benefit. An, I'm that's an good. extroverted introvert. So there are moments when I'm like, I mm-hmm. like partying or like going out dancing, whatever it was, if I'm around like a group of people I'm uh, really comfortable with. Otherwise, I shut down very quickly. Okay. Very interesting. I'm, lo- I'm loving that. Mm-hmm. So um, you had no real formal training, right? No. You mm-hmm. just you just have YouTube. this gift. So- YouTube. YouTube. <laughs> so ever since you were a kid, you just always, you know, you just gravitated to the camera, basically? It was like... Uh, kind of. I mean, as a younger. kid, like, teenager, it was like the video camera thing, and it was like around the neighborhood and doing... 
I've discussed it before with like doing MTV Cribs. While Cribs was out, we would do it in the neighborhood, and I would be the one going to like my friends' houses and just oh, doing like cool episodes of Cribs. I I really want to find those tapes one day, but that would be awesome. Yeah, that, we should have a so party fun. dedicated it around was, that. Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I never know. He said that quick. No, no, that's not gonna happen. Uh, uh, no, uh, but then in like middle school, high school, high school definitely. I always had like a small little digital camera to take pictures of people. I don't know while we were just, on field trips or whatever it was. Yeah. And then when we started driving, it was the same thing, like going places with friends. And I had the camera. Interesting. I have a. I mean, this of course this interview is not about me, but I have also been on the opposite side of your lens. So back in 2016, um, yeah. there was a series called Light Travel Portrait Portraiture, mm-hmm. and it was maybe four years after I had finished the New Adventures of Professor Clark tri- the series, and it was the first time I really did, like, a real professional photo shoot. And that summer was awful because I had just got laid off from a job. Um, I, I was kind of broke. Or I was, like to say, excuse me, I was in between blessings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. so much better than being broke, right? So y'all can share that. Y'all can use that. Um, and you made me feel, during that set, you made me feel like, I was super empowered just by just being natural. And you, it's my understanding, you use natural light photography. Yes. What's And why is that? And what's different between natural light versus when you do regular studio shoots? Uh, studio is a little bit more controlled. So you control all portions of your setting where natural or being on location, random things can happen. And it's just kind of going with the flow of it. So mm-hmm. it's a little bit more spontaneous um, where the wind picks up if you have hair or if you have a dress or whatever it is, you get to get that portion of it versus in studio, you'd need a fan or you'd need whatever. Yeah. It's like uh, there's a beauty to both sides. Like I appreciate a lot of studio photographers mm-hmm. because I don't do it and vice versa. But Okay. All right. So you like to capture like the very essence of that moment, not... Not so much staged, but just kind of like... Who you are in that moment. Right. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So um, it's my understanding you are, you're, you're putting together a book for the first time ever. Never done this. Give us some insight on what's going to happen with this book and why. I like the question why because you get so many good answers uh, from why. I know. Why. It's such a vague question. It really is. It's broad. Uh, I put together the book so i'm not putting it together it's already put together uh put it together over the past year uh it's it encompasses everything i captured not everything but kind of the highlights from 2016 to 2018 in jacksonville so that's Mm -hmm. when i moved back and yeah so nice i don't why because i needed something concrete i needed a tangible thing to kind of wrap up that those years yeah yeah so you can move forward Move forward, yeah. but also give people something to have just kind of as part of a history. I don't want to say it's like part of history, but in a way, it's part of history as far as everything that's happened in Jacksonville over those two years. Mm-hmm. Um, especially in living in an Instagram age where you post a million pictures and you, I mean, sometimes you'll scroll back and see it. But until the next platform comes along and everybody switches over, you forget about those images. There's right. really no concrete way of saving anything unless it's printed which a lot of older photographers are still very hard on uh, make sure to print your work because these hard hard drives will crash, like, eventually. Yeah, eventually like, yeah, yeah. You're going to lose this information. 
if it's not printed. So mm-hmm. it's just listening to my elders. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's uh, good. Good filtering. Go that way. Yeah. Yeah. No. All right. So b- b- before I continue, the second part of the question was, um, when does the book come out? When is it going to be released to the world? So I have two more, no, uh, 12 more days of, so I have a campaign that's been going on for, well, it's a 31-day campaign on Indiegogo, and I have to raise $15,000 to put a deposit down to start printing the books. So it's a 1,000 copies that I'm printing. Okay. So I have 12 more days to get, I think, somewhere between five and 6,000. Oh, you'll do it. Left. You'll do it. So it's... I'm going to help contribute. I, I'm going to do it. Yes. Uh, it's a lot. But yeah. So it's been a lot. You will do it. Yeah, well, of course, like, you know, with any um, crowdfunding campaign like yeah. Kickstarter or Indiegogo, the pressure is there. But when, as with you, and you know this, being in the event arena in Jacksonville, we know that people in Last this minute. town are... It's a, they call it a walk-up town. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody purchases tickets in advance. They usually just walk up right. and they kind of inquire. They go, oh, my God, that's right. This is the last minute for me to contribute to Tony's campaign. Let me go ahead and put my $1,000 on, you know. It's so, always the first three days and the last three days, usually yeah. in most campaigns. Mm-hmm. Oh, that, I didn't know that. That's good to know. Yeah. Okay. So that explains it. Uh, I, we'll see. The last three yeah. days, okay. I will be texting each one of you. Well, this will be out, and hopefully your <laughs> audience will be very, very wide, and a lot of people will hear this, and they'll yeah. want to contribute to your campaign. Because I, yeah, I, I am so. a fan of your work. I think you, your your work is amazing to look at. Um, before we dive into letting, not letting, or allowing our other co-hosts <laughs> <laughs> have the floor for a brief moment, um, you've done street photography, like you've done fashion photography. You've also done some um, landscape photography, like your trip to Puerto Rico recently. Mm-hmm. Is there any specific style that you really, really liked out of everything that you've created before? Just in general, people, anything with people. So even if I'm doing landscapes, if I can have some kind of person in the background, even if it's just like a shadow or whatever it is, mm-hmm. as long as people are involved, yeah. I'm cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Yeah. You have you guys have any questions? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so <Hello>. you know. <laughs> so here's my question because you're Bosnian. So are you I mean, did you got did your family come over as immigrants and come straight to Jacksonville or did you guys kind of stop somewhere and then make it here? Like how did you guys get to Jacksonville basically? Uh, by plane, but we, um, but, uh, but I was born in Bosnia. So, uh, by age three, the war started. Um, so we went from there to Croatia for a little bit, then to Denmark, uh, then to Germany for a few years and then to Jacksonville by the time I was nine. Oh, okay. So I was a refugee coming here. Okay. Yeah. So how like how big is your family? Like, are you the only child or? No, I have two uh, two older sisters, but they're much. They're gonna kill me. Uh, they're much older. Um, <laughs> oh, so you're the baby. Uh, yeah, but like, my nieces are my age, so my sisters are twenty to twenty five years older than me. So are you like mom? Like you are you like your mom's? Like since you're the only boy, like. I'm the favorite. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say. Can you not do any wrong? 
Mm, I'm sure I can do wrong, but I'm still the favorite. Right, I right, get right, away right. with a lot more than I think my sisters could. Okay. Well, okay. So next question is, how do you, um, you know, is has this photography, you know, doing different things, has it been financially successful? Like, how do you keep, you know, because, you know, I'm an art, you know, I'm an artist and, you know, I know we have to have so many gigs and different things like that is it the same for you or you know mm, yeah absolutely you, so you are you marketing yourself and like every kind of way possible any person i can talk to any room i'm in any that's why i started doing events was to meet people clients that way to meet corporate clients that way okay um, because they start seeing your face over and over again they become comfortable with seeing you and they'll start talking to you they'll email you they'll mess they'll reach out yeah they'll find you so when did you decide to go full-time like or has this always been mm, it for I, you i think 10 years 10 years ago oh, wow. <clears throat> so when i left jacksonville originally i think that was it there was like random jobs like i did starbucks for like two months at one mm. point in la i did like forever 21 for like two months in new york uh two or three months it's just like random things, right. just especially when that's usually when I first move. So when I first moved to New York, Forever 21, the first couple of months, just to kind of meet the people there and figure out how things are run. And the same thing in L.A., same. I don't think I had a job in Miami. But I mean, it, <laughs> you just you pick up random things along the way just to get by when, you know, when you have to pay bills, you figure yeah. out a way. Yeah. 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 So that's in it was 20, 2019, 2020. They still call it hustle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so gotta hustle. That, gotta that, that grind. Yeah, yeah, okay. Blue, uh, <laughs> uh, oh. blue been waiting, blue no, been no, waiting. No, no, so I'm um, uh, before you, before you, I want to set this up <laughs> because this is very rare that we have two photographers in the right. studio at the same time, right? So, blue is a photographer, <laughs> yeah. Three. <laughs> there's a there's a person that's not on the mic that's a photographer that's right. in the studio. Um, but it's very rare that this happens, and I always like to see how other photographers. I mean, I love the camaraderie because I know you guys have worked together in the past, and I know your friends, and you speak speak highly. So I'm like, I'm just I'm just like sitting back now. I'm just gonna watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's gonna be fun. I, you know, you know, I, me and two, and I don't think he knows, but I think he probably, but. We started around about the same time. Um, mm-hmm. I think I went full-time before he did, but as far as, um, you know, taking pictures and working with people, soliciting business, to, uh, we started around the same time because I, um, I remember they used to call him Tony Too Tall. And um, and it's so funny when people be like, oh, yeah, he's a natural light photographer. I'm like, yeah, he became that because he used to have one 1600 alien beat. <laughs> he used to take it around with him and take the picture and just have this like this this interesting light perspective. It'll be at an angle. He'll shoot very wide. And I used to be like, everybody used to be like, oh, who's this guy? Who's this guy? This is top photographer. <laughs> and um, so one day I ended up just being nosy, just started following him on Model Mayhem. And, and I had oh, like... Oh, Model Mayhem. Yeah, yeah, you're going back now. Yeah. yeah I went, and then um, I think we... I seen... I used to, we used to be friends on MySpace. That's what it was. He was friends on MySpace. And um, so he used to always have this wide angle shot very like artsy and artistic and i'm the kind of person like like um i was always business oriented because i came from a corporate world so i was always focusing on marketing and promoting myself Mm -hmm. but not being creative Mm. and so i used to admire him 
uh, Edwin you used Mackey. To, you used to? No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Back then, <laughs> back then, I used to watch them from afar out of respect and going, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Not trying to compete, you know, any of that. And uh, But what I appreciate about them is no matter whatever, like a lot of people, when they need money, you know, you can tell, like they hustling. But when you love what you do, the money will come. You know what I'm saying? So he was at even at a young age, he was like always being expressive with his work. Like, it, you know what I'm saying? Me, I'm always thinking about, okay, I need to book 25 shoots in two weeks so I can pay all these bills. I wasn't <laughs> thinking about being creative. Oh, hey, I need headshots. I was always, I'm always like supply and demand like i'm always in that mode very transactional right you know but um but i i I had a lot of respect for them coming up because they looking at their work make me say hey they keep me in touch so like so instead of trying to be competitive with other people i used to i look at their work and get inspired and be like wow like i appreciate that i you know like i would you know have love for them like it's 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 a guy named chris parson it's a guy named edwin mackey and Tony, you know, you know Mackie too. Yeah, yeah. And I remember <laughs> one day they, uh, I remember when they first went to Miami because um, Chris Parson came to my apartment. He was like, "Hey, man, I'm gonna go to New York." And I was like, "And then he winds up in Miami." And then um, I noticed that it was uh, Everly's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like uh, it was a bunch of them, and some of the best, the top photographers, like all together, like I'll say from Florida, because um, Edwin's from what Miami? Is he from Miami originally? Uh, or yeah, Orlando, Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale. Like oh yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So all of these these monster photographers together, like for them to all be around each other, I was so inspired by they they kind of created a movement here. You know what I'm saying, yeah. Jacksonville. Like if you ever look up Chris Parson, like he's like like a genius. Like he's actually way before his time. Like the stuff that he's doing now, he was doing what 15, 20 years ago. And Tony, Parson like some of this stuff, huh? Parsons has been yeah. doing it for a long time. Yeah, and I remember he came to my studio. And uh, he went on tour with uh, Kendrick Lamar, and uh, he met Kanye West, did pictures for him. And I remember um, this was like maybe four years ago. He said, "Blue," he said before. He said, "He said, man, um, I used to." I I said he told me he said Blue I have a lot of respect for you because you really out here doing it because at the time I was living in a penthouse downtown mm-hmm. at City something and he came to my apartment and borrowed something and he said man you really doing photography full time I said yeah he said man and then um two fast forward two years later he came to my studio and said man Blue you know I was I envisioned myself working with Kendrick Lamar Kanye West you know naming all these stars and he ended up working with them going on tour, taking pictures of, like, yeah. some of the most amazing people. And I used to be like, man, this guy came right out of Jacksonville. And then even with Tony, like, just seeing all the stuff that he's doing with models, like, Tony gets to do the stuff that I would, like, if, if money wasn't an issue, I would I would love to photograph the kind of stuff he do. You know what I'm saying? And it take a special skill yeah. to just say, you know what, I'm going to do it. And he execute lighting. Mm-hmm. Man, it's amazing. Uh, so, so we used to, me and the other photographers, and uh, we used to always joke, be like, like, uh, because he always had this interesting pers- perspective. And, just, and if like if I shoot wide, they'll go, oh, now you trying to be like Tony Too Tall? <laughs> <laughs> so it was a little bit of a he, trademark that he did. Though, yeah, right? yeah, because uh, he it was to be a sixteen to thirty five millimeter two point eight. Yeah, because that's the only lens I could yeah. afford. <laughs> I yep. had that for like four years before yep. I got any other lens. And he had yeah. the uh, sixteen hundred Alien B, and uh, I forgot you had a Mark Two or Mark Three back then oh no that was like a rebel uh, no yeah the rebel rebel, rebel. yeah 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 rebel so and i <laughs> but 
so I'm being the speci- the reason I'm being specific with the kind of camera he had because what he used you could look at his work and, w- and couldn't tell that he was using like a a consumer level camera mm-hmm. and creating the kind of work like the kind of pictures that he have. There's people who shoot with thirty thousand dollar cameras and it looks like his work. Wow! Like they shoot, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And so I have. So a, it's all about the eye, yeah, and, yeah. and what you see, yeah. and, and how well you're able to translate that, yeah. to the final product. So yeah. I, um, so so anyway, uh, I de- <laughs> so the reason why I wanted him to come on because one of my goals in life is to work on publishing a book that represent me and and leave a legacy behind. So when he was doing it, I was like, oh man, oh my gosh, this is amazing. He's actually, I just donated twenty dollars. Um, I'm the, doing the $20 perk. Um, so he's actually 9,000 and what, uh, let me look at it, but he's, uh, he's on, you know, he's, he's, he reached $9,000 already and I think he just needs some more support. So he's what, $4,000 short? 6,000. 6,000 short? Yeah. Well, okay. You well, you'll be up to 4,000 short soon. Yeah. By, by the end 12 of the days, week. right? Yeah. T minus, yeah. T minus. Yeah. yeah okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, Damon, yeah. we have to post this link. We c- we will. To our followers we and definitely listeners. definitely will. Without and question, all us promote and 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 donate so that way we can get them. But that would be so amazing to do that because that was one of the reasons why I haven't done it because I've been doing it. I'm at twelve years and it's it costs a lot to publish that. It's like we're doing music, but yeah. when you're doing book books, you have to, you know, for them to publish it, you got to purchase a large amount. They you know they yeah. have to oh, type. Really? Yeah, you have to purchase a large amount and, you know, cover the publishing, the the printing. You got to get it, you know, copyright. You know, there's just a lot that goes into it. And so, and, and then, you know, and the reason why I really like the book, too, it reminds me of New Faces of New York. You ever seen that book? Uh, human, Humans, of, Humans of, of New York. Yeah. Faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it reminds me of that because this would be something that Jacksonville can, can, can like, latch on and reach yeah. on to. So that's why I was like, man, you know what? We need to interview him because he captured a... The, that new that new that new vibe and new energy Jacksonville has like the the the, mm-hmm. the events that we're having the art world like he kind of like just blends in with the music so I, so I that, I that brings that. me up to I mean a really good question too for you Tony um in in the last you said it since 2016 right so in the last three years mm-hmm. from your perspective behind the lens have you seen the culture of Jacksonville change oh yeah okay yeah yeah Give me like some insight. Is it more because like I give me some insight. I don't want to put words in your mouth, but like what, what have you noticed? The, the youth. youth. Okay. Yeah. It's the cool has seventeen to twenty four year olds. They're yeah. They're doing it all. They are. They're yeah. killing it. So what's this generation called? Because I know it's like we have millennials, we have Gen Xs, Xennials. 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 I thought it was Gen Ezekiel? X and millennials. They're, they're I think it's Gen X. It's Gen, Gen X. X? Oh, I'm okay. pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, we could all be wrong. Yeah, we, yeah. But needless <laughs> to I say, think, that I think Tony is considered a millennial. I'm a millennial. Like, the, like okay. the the ones who are in their thirties now. So Gen X must be the thirties. I'm thirty. <laughs> don't, <laughs> push it. don't age me. <laughs> don't. And, and you know what's funny about Tony um, that I like? He used to when he was doing it, like when he was doing Create Jacks, he used to say, like, I want to do something to bring everybody together. And I want to yeah. show what Jacks would because he would go to New York, go to Miami, where it's popping. They they got mm-hmm. culture there, and for some reason, I so I you know if I had the opportunity to leave, I would leave and. You know, you know, I love Jacksonville, but, but <laughs> he to me brings back a, you know, like he he documents a sense of the emerging culture that's here in Jacksonville yeah. that's needed. So it's like that. There's people, there's people who don't know what's going on in Jacksonville, but his page 
the Create Jacks is know. a source of information. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Like yeah. What's going on, stuff like that. So yeah. you need to put more MJ Vince on your thing too. <laughs> I put MJ he when does. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I said more of. No, but no. He I, does. Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> but he definitely do that. So, throw me so under I the appreciate bus. I know. I appreciate that. So, Tony will tag me. It's been said too that Jacksonville is like the city that's suffering in identity. Like, we, we don't yeah. have an identity. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that's not true. It's coming along. It, it is. I mean, in. I don't think we have one identity. Thank you. We, yeah, we don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no way. I mean, every, yeah. part of the, every part of the city is completely different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Riverside. Just Jacksonville Beach to Atlantic Beach are <laughs> completely two different, different communities. Really? Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah, miles apart from each other. Springfield to Riverside, like yeah. oh, downtown yeah. to Arlington, like those are all different kinds mm-hmm. of vibes. So it's a melange. That's a, a French word. <laughs> a melange of or melting pot of lots of different diverse cultures, different backgrounds, and and you have done. I mean, based on what I've seen, the photography that I've seen in the last three years which is sort of like when I met you within this last three-year period, everything that I've seen has been representative of the like the true heartbeat of, of the culture of Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, like he's I agree. on the beat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, you have managed to capture, like, I kind of really, if I miss an event, I kind of look forward to seeing your photography because, like, dang, I really missed out mm-hmm. because it, you have done a way you can, you, you've, and, and if I'm at an event and I just don't get any, you know, FaceTime, you, by that, seeing the photography from that event, it makes me remember yeah, that experience I because agree. you captured the essence of what was actually going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So great job doing that. Selling nostalgia. Yeah. That's wow. And you know what? And, and, and yeah. Tony, um, because me and Al Pete, we do, um, we have fly socks and tees that we do every year. And Tony shot for us one year. Oh, and yeah. And those were That's like. In the book. I mm. mean, those were. Amazing. Is it really? <gasps> now you have to. Al Pete, we, we made it. We made it. It's your part of history. <laughs> I have to let him know. But I mean, those were some dope, like the just the point of view and the perspective and, you know, different things like that. It's like really amazing. And I know, you know, I know more. I think um, I think we are both learning. He and I both are learning that through these events and just watching how different photographers shoot, we're learning what we, you know, how we want people to perceive the brand. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I think photography is very important yeah. and, and videography because, yeah. you know, it's like so when we go into next year, you know, um, you know, we we're we're already thinking who do we want to shoot it and who do we want, you know, to capture the moments, you know, with the video and with the photography and how we want to sell. And I never I didn't realize how important photography was in selling, like even me as an artist, it's like how that person captures you how the angles that they use, it really helps, you know, people perceive you a certain way, Mm, you know, and so it's very important. So that's why, like, even for me, it's like, People say, oh, why Why are you taking a lot of pictures? And I say, I, I have to meet the photographer first. Like, I have to be able to connect. And I have had some photographers who are great photographers, but they have not captured me properly, so I don't even post their pictures. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've paid them, but I haven't even put any wow. stuff up. But it's very important, I feel like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of photographers, who, who are your top five? Like, all photographers, yeah. Like, they don't have to be from Jacksonville. Top oh, five. Uh, Peter Lindbergh. Ooh, uh, didn't he pass recently? He did. Oh, man. Rest in peace, Peter Lindbergh. 
It was a tough day. Yeah. <laughs> I literally had friends from around the country yeah. text me. They're like, are you okay today? Because they know I have like a huge... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's amazing. Um, I mean, Helena Newton, Christopher <gasps> Anderson. Uh, I, I don't like being... I don't... Off Richard the top Avedon. of my head, I don't know. You seem like I mean, I love Richard Avedon. I love yeah. Annie Leibovitz, et cetera, and Gordon Parks even. But yeah. it's like it... Yeah. There are way too many for me to just randomly say top five. But top one uh, that was living was Peter Lindbergh, Lindbergh until yeah. like a month or two ago. I, uh, I'm i a big uh, Dave LaChapelle fan. So. I love LaChapelle too. Yeah, so I want to meet him as someone in person. Uh, last question for me. What kind of music, Tony... Is listening to these days. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's good. When you're good editing. question. <laughs> when you editing. Oh, I have an uh, editing playlist I've built for the past, <laughs> I think, three or four years at least. I mean, I have thousands of playlists. I listen to his Vibes playlist on Spotify all really? the time. All the time. That is yeah. my editing playlist. Huh? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's Right now, it's I like 700 look, songs. How do I find, is yeah. it is Vibes? Vibes with a bunch of Zs, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no one's going to find this. And so then, who, are, who are some of the artists that yeah. are on that Vibes playlist? Like... Uh, Re- artists that I play on Taste Test Radio, right? A lot of them, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, recently it's more like Sir. Have you listened to Sir? Oh, album? yeah. His new album yeah. is amazing. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah. So a lot of Sir, I mean, Tori Moi, or uh, Ooh. I mean, even Tierra mm-hmm. Whack. Like, mm-hmm. I love. <laughs> Tierra Whack is a beast, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it it varies. And then it can go into like Mini Ripperton, or it yeah. just kind of flows yeah. with whatever. And it definitely changes the way you, or at least the way I edit. Yeah. So yeah. if it's like me. darker music, I tend to see I use like more bluish undertones, even in editing processing mm. or whatever it is. Yeah. And same in like popular music. I'm like, oh, let's make this colorful and bright. And yeah. it just kind of changes your vibe with however you're editing. So then do you, so then do you choose the list based on the event? Like, so let's say. <laughs> You know, I mean, like, so if it's a wedding, do you say, okay, I'm not going to go with this playlist. I'm going to go. For weddings, yes. Because if it's uh, trying to kind of capture an emotional moment, I'll pick more more emotional songs. Just things that kind of bring that out of you. So I find myself, like, tearing up going through the pictures. I'm like... Oh, and then it's like the music playing on top of it, and it's I'm like, oh wow, this is wow, yeah, that is very that's amazing. Yeah, that's really interesting. I was listening to jazz when I edited your pictures. (laughs) Jazz, yeah, really? Why jazz? It it gave me a remember that electric thing. Remember when you saw it? Yeah, like I felt. It's called success. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It is. When I saw it, I said, "Yep, success is in my hands. That's it." Yeah, that's what I look at success like. It's like. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that was I, great. I, I, I yeah, that's very I, yeah. interesting. I, I, I figured because I when you look into when you're looking through his pictures, I I'd be like, wow, this I like the emotion of it, like his visual. Because you know, a lot of times with me when I'm taking pictures, I sometimes can see what I want before I photograph mm-hmm. it. I don't know if you mm-hmm. had that, but if you ever seen a picture of him with the it's like a little electric ball, mm-hmm. it's him. called success. Um, he has a name, the Professor Clark, and I, I said, what would be, you know, and I thought about X-Men, um, and I said, I need something that will just show how I see him. So when I took the, when I did it, I had already saw it in my mind, so I had made him wait in suspense. He did, <laughs> and it was worth it. It was worth the wait, because when I, I saw it, I, I was like, like... Three weeks later, <laughs> but... Seriously. I, I had to, I looked at it, and I walked away. I had to, I had to, like, 
I had to marinate. Like I said, nah, I'm gonna send it to him. He said, Blue, I want to see the bitches. I'm like, wait, just yeah. wait. Yeah, because I didn't. Know. I'm glad I did. Yeah. So it is yeah. a. You know, I'm always very interested because I know as a as a songwriter. I know how my process works. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, you know, like right now my process is I'm journaling a lot of my thoughts. Yeah. Which is the beginning of a of of a collection for me. But so it's like it's in, it's very cool to hear how creative photographers cuz I mean, we have people that go and they take pictures, right? Mm -hmm. But then to actually hear you looked at it you walked away and you looked at it. Or where I was editing and I'm, right. I'm looking at this beautiful wedding and I started crying. I mean, like, right. you You're don't hear that often. They were like, oh, I'm going to do what Tony did. What's ah, my playlist? That's actually, that you say, capitalizing on nostalgia. Like I had a conversation with an 11-year-old. I was at Crispy's and he says, yeah, Disney is doing this again. We're talking about Disney. And he, he an 11 year old, he says, yeah, I think they're just, they're just capitalizing on nostalgia right now. And that's what, that's what gets it though. Yeah. That's what people want. They mm -hmm. want that. That's what photography is. You're capital, you're taking that moment and you're capturing a moment in time because you want them to remember specifically weddings. Oh my God, that was a fantastic day. Let's look at this. And they're sitting there and they're crying and they remember the whole 20 years down the road, 40 years down the road, they're remembering that moment. They're not remembering necessarily the photographer. No. They remember how the photographer made them feel, mm -hmm. how, the, how they made them look. Right. When you're doing your street photography, there's one specific photo I'm looking at on your website now where you had to have been up, upstairs and you, you got this angle um, here. And oh, wow. There's an amazing, that's oh, one of my man. favorite shots because there's a it's, a, it's a bunch of color. You're looking at a, a brown, maybe Hispanic, uh, a male and then there's also a person in the bottom of the photo that's actually looking up while you're taking a picture and you capture that moment but you were shooting the photography from an angle a fire escape for, wow yeah so like that leads me to the next question are there favorite cities there are places that you've been in your travels because you've been all over the world traveling making for doing photography is there something specific that you really like the no. people every time it's, it's the people yeah, There's not, it's, it's not like, about a place it's about the people yeah it's like you go to Puerto Rico like the people of Puerto Rico are amazing like just warm people same thing in Colombia same thing in Kenya same thing like anywhere you go like the Colombia yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. you you meet the people there and then you kind of have that visceral emotional attachment to them and you at least to me, it's my job to make sure I represent them in the right way. Ooh, to make sure lovely. someone else wants to go meet them as well, or mm -hmm. see what they're about, or see what the city's about. So I've you've done that. You've done it because it goes back to what I was saying earlier about how you've captured that yeah. that e event, and you you have mastered that art yeah. of capturing the essence of what is transpiring in front of your camera. Yeah. That's, a, that's a quote you can use that. <laughs> what happened, uh, what happened yeah. a while back when you? Because uh, I remember, I, I remember one day you posted something that you lost all your, and I remember I passed out in my in on the inside. <laughs> I said, "Oh man, you oh, lost your memory Parson. card." My memory card. Wait, which one was this? Bogota. Oh, I didn't lose my memory card. I went into the. I was shooting for a bridal magazine. Yeah. So we had to shoot a swim portion of it. So it's like a honeymoon thing. Yeah. In uh, Colombia, and then I went inside with the model 
while we were shooting in the water and I had the memory card in my <gasps> pocket. Oh, and my God. I was like, I left. <laughs> I did not tell the editor. I was like, oh, no, I have all the pictures. You'll see them when we get back. And it was a huge fight between us because she's like, no, I need to know what images you have now to know what we need to shoot. In the meantime, I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to save these images because once you have like salt water inside a memory card that's it oh yeah. wow oh. really and then i got back and i had a friend because i landed in orlando and i have a really good friend uh who's an engineer for like space companies so he's like let me see this and he like opened the memory card up like he he rested <laughs> the chip i don't are know are you he serious got, yeah he got the chip out and yeah the pictures yeah wow. i remember that because i was like <laughs> wow yep Whoa. so your friend that works for nasa was like, <laughs> <laughs> he, he saved like, the day he, like, did. Hey. he did was like hey we got some technology that's only that's due in 2025 but let me, let me save your <laughs> wow let me yeah, out, back yeah. to the future Breon page Breon page if save. he ever listens to this it is goodness that's thank it. you Breon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, thanks, Brian. Okay, back to the Jeez. future. Wow. And it didn't affect any of your the mm-hmm. photography. It was flawless. Like everything you took, was it? Were you happy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything was fine. Wow. Well, I mean, I don't. But I you, you so. learned a lesson yeah. in that. Yeah, not to go into the water with my <laughs> <laughs> now. Okay, so now I have a question for mm. you know for you guys as photographers. Now, when you are working, have you ever worked with an artist or a model that was like? You knew you were getting paid, but they were just difficult. Like, it was just, mm. it was like one of those experiences where you were just like, I just want this to be done. Ooh, that happens a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They can't name names. Yeah. I know, I'm not asking protect, them to name <laughs> to names. To protect the innocent. I'm not, no, no, I'm not asking them to name <laughs> really names. Really, the guilty. But, so how do, you, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you... You know what I mean? Like, Ugh. can you tell a story? I mean, no names, but can you tell a story and and that you were almost on the verge of like, you know what? Let me give you your money back. Have you ever, you know? I've done that with clients, by the way. Give money I, back. I, I have. I've done that, and okay. or sent. I have a, a letter called "The Power of No." <laughs> so letters like, "Thank you, uh, I'm not interested." But can well, you give a story of like something? I, I, I well, I, well, I have two. Quick stories. Um, there was a guy who hit me up, DM me a couple times, and um, and there was a song that he put out about the Jacksonville Jaguar, and I was just like, Ugh. I know exactly. And so, I know exactly so I had a I had a lot of respect for him because of what he do for a living, and I was like, wow, you know, he's good at what he do, but he put out a song, and I was just about the Jaguar. I was just like, and and a lot of people was joking and making a mockery of it. So he kept saying, hey, you know, and it was asking me like random questions, and I'm the kind of person where if I don't really know y'all, be like, like, hey, you know, I said once you pay a deposit. Um, and then, you know, I will get back with you. I said, but, you know, you have to pay a deposit if you want to talk about anything because I, I just don't have the time because I'm taking pictures every day, all day. So I think he got offended by that. Then later, I felt like if I would have took his pictures, I probably wouldn't have not done a good job. And I, I, had, I already had a preconceived emotion about not good, doing a good job. So I, I kind of just turned it away. He popped up with pictures by Tony, and I was like, wow, that's amazing. I'm glad Tony did it because I don't think I would have did that because <laughs> of how I felt about a song 
because uh, and I didn't pronounced. know about the song. I didn't know about any of that until way later. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's so t- let's let's make so a, that let's good. tie that in. <laughs> Had you known about the song, do you think that would have changed your perception about your the outcome of that session? No, 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 no. It's it all. Uh, it depends on when you meet the person. Am I meeting the client before I'm shooting them, which mm-hmm. I technically prefer? I'm like, I would really like to meet who I'm shooting. Just so we have some kind of repertoire and it's not like a weird. you yeah. walk in and it's a off energy. But sometimes you don't have the chance. Someone is coming into town for a day or two. They want to shoot, etc. And then it can be really good or really bad. But it's mm-hmm. kind of up to me to set the standard of what it's going to be when we start. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when we meet, if I'm meeting you for the first time, we're getting coffee or we're having a drink or whatever it is. Just a 15, 30-minute conversation, even if it's just like a 15-minute conversation. In person or over the phone? In person. Okay. I prefer in person. Like, I have to know who I'm dealing with, like, how particular are you? Show me examples of things that you really like or even, like, noticing how people, what images people post of themselves. You can kind of tell, like, when they, (laughs) uh, especially when it's, like, um, not, not to say, like, older, but as soon as, especially women who are, between like 40 and 60 when they post like crazy filtered things just so no wrinkles are shown etc like i already know what kind of client this is going to be they're not they're going to want every single wrinkle retouched like Mm. is it going to be worth that much time for me to take this on so it's priced differently based on editing just that is very interesting so you so you also are interviewing your client (laughs) I yeah. need to do that. So, so okay. Seriously, so, so yeah. have you ever met someone? You know, went out for drinks, and you were just like not feeling it. And and did did you go through with it, or did if you... I needed the money, and usually I need the money. Usually I need the money. So you just pray. Yeah, I'm like, okay, let's going. get through this. I'll still get you the images you need. Yeah. You knew it was not going to be residual. It's going to be transactional. Just yeah, it's gonna. One it's not going to be the images that you could potentially get if you opened up more or if you were uh, i think sometimes the younger people who are i mean they're introverts usually mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that can't converse or don't know how to converse and yet if, yeah. right and mm-hmm. we can't have a conversation or whatever i'm asking you you're giving me a one word answer it, it becomes short and i'm like Okay, so let me find it's I'm always looking for like some common ground. So sometimes I'll research them before just to see what kind of music they like or whatever it is, just to have Mm -hmm. some kind of topic to start with to make them a little bit more comfortable. But after that, if they don't give me anything, I'm just like, okay, let's take these pictures Stand over here. (laughs) My session It's time for another session with you. Yeah. Before the year (laughs) is out, I'm having a session with Blue and I'm having a session with you. And what we're going to have to do is have another little party, and we'll come back and we'll compete. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm kidding. No, he, I can admit he's a phenomenal. He's amazing. I, he's I don't, amazing. He is amazing. I yeah. don't. Hey, I give But I need, I, I need another shot. I need another shoot. I do. We're going to do the Afro theme, right? Shh. Okay. Shh. Oh. <laughs> edit that out. Now you can, now you can edit but, that out. Well, Africa's huge. Yeah. Nobody knows. I said Afro. Afro, right. But I, I found out recently my actual African heritage, is where that? I'm from. It's West, West African. Mm. Maybe Sierra Leone, Liberia, Ghana. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and I like to tap into that somehow through mm. photography. So, have you have you all done the DNA thing? Mm. No, Ancestry. because I don't want to give my DNA or codes. They to They already have that. Ah. They already have that. They got you it. do a fingerprint. You do a. They have something. 
You are not hard to find. Ah. Wow. So that you mean to tell me this clone that I need, they they need to come off of off it, right? They have him. Damien Damien Lamar Robinson mm-hmm. is out there somewhere. Lamar Damien, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. That's kind of freaking oh, me tethered. out a little bit. Tethered. Oh, <laughs> that freaks me out. Wow. Because I need this person to come work so that I can do my vacation. Right. <laughs> I, can, I can get all the things that I've been wanting to do for fun. I want to get all that done while they on the ground, you know, hustling and doing all the heavy lifting and stuff. You know, that would be nice. Oh, so yeah. Do you experience a lot of deja vu's being a photographer? Because I know sometimes I experience that a lot, like when dreaming and going out, or I'll be somewhere and I'm taking the pictures and I'll be like, I freeze. I'll be like, Oh man, whoa, that's wild. Serious? You do? I experience a lot of deja vu's. Yeah. I mean, all the time, but. Then I try to explain to someone, they're like, that's just a glitch in your brain, et cetera, et cetera. And it just kind of repeats. Yeah. You know what? I don't believe that. Where I'm like, I know exactly what's about to happen. And then you're going to do that. And then this is going to happen. Serious? All the time. Wow. During a session. Not just just during a session. Because you know what? I I believe, you know, hey, this is just me. I just, I feel like just by talking to you guys. Like, there is an eye. Like, you know what I mean? Like, seers. So you have to be able to see beyond. Like you were just saying, there's a reason why you want to feel somebody's energy first. Because it's not just about taking a photo. Again, it is about the connection between you and the client or me and the photographer. And if I don't feel comfortable, then I'm going to look crazy in my photos. But if the there's a energy that the photographer and we have, you know what I mean? So it's it is spiritual. It's it's on another level. Yeah. You know what I mean? And what if we tapped into that thing? What more could we see and transmit? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I'm getting off my vibration. Without sharing, that's all we're doing. It all is. The time. 1998 was my very first ever photo shoot, and it was in a remote place in. Did you say 1988? 1998. I was 21 years old. Uh-huh. So do the math. I was 21, <laughs> and um, I was traveling with First Union Bank. I was one of the, the trainers in customer service, and we were opening up a customer service call center in one of the places in Allentown and Wild Missing or Reading. And I met this photographer who only wanted to take black and white photography, but he had two different styles. So he had the traditional black and white, but he also had this purple tint film that he really? would use. Yeah. So I have two different sessions, a, a, a hardcore black and white session and then a slightly lavenderish purple tint. And we took the photography over the course of two days and it was like 38 degrees. And he made me lay on rocks, and it was uh, very uncomfortable. An all-white outfit? No. No, oh. this. You, I don't think you've ever seen any of this. But this is an old. <laughs> I look very, very young with a round face. But it, it still looks the same, but I have a, a little bit of a rounder face. And um, we just went in this remote location, and he spent time, and he would look at he He would just look at me weird. Just very, very weird. Um, during the set, and I, of course, I was 21, so I'm feeling insecure. I'm like, why are you looking at me like that? Am I not, do I look fat? You know, making all these things. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, just shut up. Just like, stay there. Don't move, you know. And I'm, it's, I'm like, well, it's freezing cold. I'm laying on these rocks and I'm like trembling. And I'm, oh my God, I'm cold, you know. And he's like, stay still, you know. It was one of those moments. And then afterwards, 
he hit on me like really hard. So I didn't, what do you mean know, really hard. Well, it, it kind of would put you in the mind of one of my favorite movies, Mahogany with Diana Ross uh-huh. and how this photographer wanted to make her this amazing. I'm, I'm going to make you this amazing fashion photographer. You just do everything I tell you to do. And then she did this. And then he was so impassioned and so like in love with her. He wanted to like, he didn't want her to be with anybody else. He didn't want her to be shot by any other photographers. And then he was like, you know, I'm going to get a bad car accident where he just let the car get out of control. He was one of those guys. Yeah. There's a lot of photographers like that. Yeah. They become possessive over their muse. Or so 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 you see because back to capturing like tying into what your question was you you see this moment you try you you've interviewed your client you see this client there is a little bit of infatuation with the beauty that you're capturing and then this person is really gorgeous or in your eyes and you develop this loose affection for them have has that happened at all like i mean have you been aroused by your own photography i know this is like going down the rabbit <laughs> the rabbit like aroused like, yeah, I mean, aroused i mean it, it, arousal it's like you know with whether it could be uh, you know it could be you piqued your interest in some way uh, i noticed that he can capture men in a way that i couldn't mm-hmm. like he like i've seen him capture nude men and it's it's so incredible how he like i couldn't sit down photograph a man nude Mm-hmm. But the way he do it, no matter what he's into, the way that he do it, it makes me say, wow, that was good. Like without mm-hmm. even saying, oh, you know, that's a man. So I'm, you know, but like he mm-hmm. photographs. So so if I had to capture someone like I, if I had to capture someone new, I would probably not do a good job if it's a man. Mm-hmm. Now, it's a woman <laughs> different. But the way that he captured men, it's so good. I, I would I would say I would openly give props and say, wow, that's an amazing picture of yeah. a new guy. Right. <laughs> From a photographer's No homo. Right. But it's that good. <laughs> yeah, it's that good. Sorry yeah. sorry if I'm, if I'm overdoing it with the compliments, but I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know how to take compliments. I'm just like, no. Yeah. no. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's 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 really interesting because I, I, I always like to know that from a, a photographer's perspective. Yeah. You know, everybody, I'm sure that people are listening to this podcast are like, wow, I, the, you know, these questions that we're asking, yeah. most people don't get a chance to ask mm-hmm. photographers these questions. Right. A lot of photographers don't have an opportunity to speak mm-hmm. on a microphone. They're busy taking pictures. You know, it just so happens that you both are very creative individuals who actually really, really love your art and you're, and you're mm-hmm. passionate about it. And, um, and you have two different styles. Yeah, yeah. Two different ways. You know, I knew Blue before he was doing photography. Yeah, like you did. Blue, Blue was doing, he was a, a real uh, jack of all trades. He was doing everything. And then at one point he was singing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, man, you need to find your ministry. <laughs> you know, and he found it. And when, when, and when you started taking pictures and I saw your work, what was the first thing I said to you? It was like, I was so happy. Yeah, you was. Because yeah. it was like, you, when you see someone become in alignment with who they really, really yeah. are, it's beautiful because then you can... It's effortless for you yeah. to then right. take pictures at that point. It's, yeah, it's not, right. it's not contrived. It's not really hard. You just you naturally do it. You know, and the same thing with you, Tony. I mean, I don't see you doing anything else. I don't even see you oh, a, as a barista. <laughs> I know you can, but I mean, <laughs> that, why? I when you like, when you need to be all over the world, and and more people need to be behind your camera. But I can do that on video. Mm. So let's you, talk about that for a I second. Say, yeah. Do you want to do video? Oh, absolutely. That's how um, you I mean, well, I mean, that was uh, kind of the point of 
one of the main things with the campaign or to sell the books was to be able to get a computer that can actually process oh, video. Yeah. Because at this point, my computer, anytime I've tried doing even small video clips, it just, it takes forever. Yeah. It's like for a 30 second You're clip, it's like 10 smalls. hours. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just need a new computer and a stabilizer and I'll be fine. I'll play around with it and figure it out. But Will mm-hmm. you do music videos? Yeah, yeah. Definitely, <laughs> I can see. Yeah, I think he'd be dope at it. I think so too. I do too. Yeah, it, it's it's amazing. There, okay, aren't there? Do you guys know off the top of your head? There are a few photographers that are also videographers. A ton of them. Yeah, a, a ton, ton of them. them yeah. yeah, Parsons. RD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but yeah, you should look up this guy named Parsons. Like he's so Chris he's, Chris Parsons. Chris Parsons. Okay. Yeah, um, he is um, like very abstract. I mean, he he can do like he could do what I do. He could do what he do, but he has a way of merging. Like in video, he has a way of merging abstract and kind of just flipping it. Like he inverts, uh, you know, it inverts. Like he mm-hmm. inverts his images and it, and it bring the picture to life. And it'd be like it might look black and white, has a hint of color in it. Yeah, like, it just be like what the what? Or it might be like a hue color. It, it's just weird, like how he does it. It's, it's amazing, but. He's he's in tune with music, and so by him having that that music, like he's very you know like very like different. He's on a whole another wavelength, mm-hmm. and I can't help but you know love everything he does. So okay, right. Well, this this conversation I have to say is probably one of my favorites. It's insightful because I love taking, uh, I like interviewing people that you would never normally hear from. Like, I, I I had the privilege of seeing you on, you know, on television, and I know I know how you feel. I already know Tony. <laughs> He's like, TV, here we go. Uh, I know you don't like to be in front of the camera. At all. At all. Mm-hmm. And it showed. Your mm-hmm. body, in your body language, you were like... My mom saw it, and she's like, what is wrong with you? I was like, like, Loosen <laughs> up. I wanted to, like, pass a drink through the screen. Like, here, bro, drink, drink this. <laughs> oh, I definitely took a shot before I walked in. She you did? Know, it was like 9 in the morning. so uh take a quick moment and tell everybody um one let's let's recap how they can find you um let's if any social media that you want to share also be sure to plug that link to the book you know it's coming up so the link to the book is on all my social media it's literally anywhere you type my name uh or you type create jack so c-r-e the number eight J-A-X and that's on Instagram or Facebook uh, yeah and the link is on both of those yeah. in the profile description and it will be in the body in the description of the podcast as well um, so it'll be on YouTube and also on at the other uh, many places that Taste Us Live will be yay so I appreciate you coming by thank you thank you thank you me. yeah thanks for joining in the conversation about Jesus <laughs> was my favorite part of the segment. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So as we go. Mm. Yes, as we go. We just want to say. Thank you, Jesus, for your things and your songs that you had bring. We say goodbye. To you, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna add a little Austrian. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I don't even have any words. Was I, I was about to sing something, and I was going to sing somebody else's stuff, and I'm like, mm, mm, that, that was, was the benediction <laughs> song. That was that was the to one, eulogize. the benediction after the eulogize, <laughs> the yeah, eulogizing and Terry everything. Okay, so wow, okay, mm. well, <laughs> here we are. Thank you again. Um, so Taste Test Live is a fully syndicated podcast and is on podcast services wherever you listen to your podcast. That is our show. Again, thanks to our guest, Tony Smilagich. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it right there. Smilagich. Gitch. Gitch. Close. <laughs> That's our show this week. Thanks to our guest, Tony Smilagich, for joining us in Studio One. Thanks to our friends at WJCT for allowing us to be in this space and to record this podcast. I'm Damien Lamar and my co-host. Blue Francois. And... Megan Bay, MJ. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? I was. Now they tell. Now you see why they tell you not to drive and text at the same time. <laughs> I know. I was. I was Imagine. looking for my bike. Okay. I was on the docks looking yeah, for, to yeah, see if so I had it, to say it, something. It, you didn't. Okay. Yeah, it's all good. All right. So let's do that again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Damian Lamar, and uh, it's been great. Thank you so much to our guest. Thank you to my co-host. Blue Francois. MJ Baker. Yeah. And Tony, one Thank more time. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thank this you. has been fun. Yeah. We hope it's been fun for you guys. Thanks for listening. Please share this podcast with your friends. Yay. Bye. Taste Test Live is supported by listeners like you. If you enjoy the show and want to make sure I can keep making it at this rate, Head over to tastetest.live and click the button that says Patreon. There you can learn how you can help and get some perks for your support. If you're unable to support Taste Test Live financially, then share the show. Tell your friends about it and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast service. I really enjoy sharing this podcast with you and producing it every week. Thank you so much for listening.